Hvordan ser egentlig integrering i Norge ut satt gjennom unge britiske øyne? Vi har det besök av fem britiske studenter som er i Norge for å lage en radiodokumentar om dette tema. De delte noen av observasjonene de hadde gjort så langt med Radiomigrapolis. Hi, I'm Hina Sheik and I'm 20 years old. My name is Victoria Bourne and I'm 23. We've spent four weeks in Oslo speaking to people from different backgrounds about their experiences of multiculturalism in Norway. Jason Diakite is a Swedish rapper more commonly known as Timbuktu. I still experience some racism, especially in Norway, the more kind of open kind people call you names on the street and stuff like that. Two, three years ago, I was asked to leave a, a place in Trondheim. They didn't like people like me in there, and that was really shocking. After arguing, it just went into shouting and then leaving. It doesn't really help matters, but it becomes emotional. Luckily, that's a minority of people. The world's eyes were on Norway when on the 22nd of July, a bomb blast hit government buildings in Oslo. Shortly afterwards, more horror emerged as a gunman shot dozens of people on Utøya Island. Norge i sorg. 92 mennesker drept, mange av dem 10-åringer. Flere fortsatt savner. The attack was motivated by a fear of multiculturalism in Norway. A national tragedy. The incident revived the debate, and as we just heard from Timbuktu, there are incidences of racism in the country. However, there is a lot of positivity surrounding Norway's growing multicultural society. Arriving from the UK, it was clear that there are both similarities and differences between our two countries. We set out to make a radio documentary about integration in Norway. Our first challenge was finding people willing to talk to us about their lives in Oslo and what integration means to them. Hina's background meant that she was able to talk to the Asian community in Hindi, which helped break down any barriers and even get a free meal. But not everything went so smoothly for Sarah. We went to the Somali mosque to try and get an interview with someone from a Somali background and get their perspective on things. But it was a very unwelcoming start and they were very wary of us and nobody wanted to talk at all. So we gave up on that and we went to go home. But then we saw a Somali woman in a furniture shop nearby and decided to go in and see if she would be willing to talk, which she absolutely was. She greeted us with a smile and we told her who we were and that we wanted to have a quick chat. So she invited us to her kitchen and we sat down and had a great 10-minute interview. And I think she's a great example of someone who's really integrated in Norway. I've been growing in Norway and uh, I have friends, Norwegian friends and uh, Somali, Pakistani, Arabic. But I think I do my part. I live here and I can speak the Norwegian fluently. So thank God, and I think I've I've done it quite well. <laughs> Spending time at the Oslo World Music Festival, we spoke to everyone from artists to volunteers as well as the festival director. Nico D is a Norwegian reggae artist who's had a number one hit in Jamaica. He stressed the importance that being able to communicate holds. Being a foreigner coming to Norway or myself going to Jamaica, I think that the language is extremely important. I mean, not speak the language, you can't really mingle with the people the way you want to. You know, I believe in languages. Instead of them being like hinders and borders between people, you know, we need to break down those borders and learn different languages. I speak like five or six different languages and what can I say, you know, languages is is the key to communication. If you can't communicate with anybody, you can't really integrate.
In the same way that cities in the UK have areas with a higher immigrant population, so does Oslo. There's a wide range of ethnic backgrounds in Norway and especially in the capital city. Grunnen is more diverse than other parts of Oslo. This is similar to areas of cities in the UK where different communities settle down in different areas. Fateha is from Birmingham and has a Bangladeshi background. Spending time in Norway, she has found that the way that strangers approach her is quite different from home. Usually when I'm sort of walking down the street and I'm looking lost, people would stop to help me, but they'd ask me questions in Norwegian as opposed to English. And I know that if I was in England, people would ask me if I spoke English first. And then when I say, actually, I don't speak Norwegian, I speak English, then they converse with me in English. Um, but it's also quite nice to think, actually, they think I'm one of them in a way, rather than assuming that I'm a foreigner. So that's quite a nice sort of feeling, really. This is different from my experience in Norway because as soon as I try to speak Norwegian, I get an English response. Oslo has a relaxed atmosphere compared to the hustle and bustle of London and Birmingham. Spacious public transport and streets lined with candles. While our focus has been on multiculturalism in Norway, comparisons to the UK are often made by us and by people that we've interviewed. It seems there are more negative attitudes and far-right organisations that have gained in popularity in the UK. But despite recent events, it's clear that July 22nd is not what defines multiculturalism in Norway. Timbuktu sums it up perfectly. I think in the long run, multiculturalism is inevitable and it's always going to be a place where conflicts will you know, arise, but it's natural and inevitable and unstoppable. So these right-wing extremists, they want to bring back the days of an ethnic homogenous Norway or Sweden. There's no way they'll ever win. Det var alltså fem brittiska studenter som hade lagit detta inslaget. Bethan Thomas, Georgia Orwell, Sarah Hajar, Hina Sheikh och Victoria Bourne håller på med en längre dokumentar om integrering i Norge.